Now, almost as soon as South Africa's national lockdown shuttered all but essential businesses, airwaves filled with ominous tones, uh, early upbeat jingles and sort of the stern presidential speech uh, voiceovers um, of these lockdown-themed commercials. Now, in spite of forced closures, businesses were still eager uh, to tap into the increased media consumption as millions of South Africans were forced to stay at home. Uh, Brands also wanted to remain relevant, you know, it's essential for anybody in the advertising world. And if you have a particular brand, you need to remain relevant. That's the first uh, thing that any advertiser will tell you. And and also they wanted to show the public that they cared, presumably also in the hope that they'd continue opening their wallets, um, even as many were losing their jobs and sort of growing increasingly concerned about venturing into stores. This evening we have a chat to freelance writer, uh, writer, sorry, uh, for Business Insider, Andrew Thompson, who joins me on the line now um, to chat to us about how ads were being made and flighted during lockdown. Andrew, a very good evening and welcome to Cape Talk. Hi, Zane. Good evening to you as well. Nice to be here. The industry had to get very creative to stay top of mind. So, uh, you know, how do you keep relevant in turnaround times like this? Yeah, I, I, I sort of, that, that was the question that, uh, that I had at the, right at the beginning. And it just... Um, Someone sort of said to me in, in, in sort of passing, you know, how have we seen all these lockdown commercials when we're in the midst of lockdown itself? And uh, it sort of started me on this journey of exploring how um, how these TV commercials are made um, when most of us, uh, I suppose, apart from from you guys in the in the permanent mm. media, um, were most of us are sitting at home. Um, and so I walked the, the sort of journey of uh, how ad agencies are responding. During a time when when they technically were also um, sitting at home, uh, working from home, and and it was quite fascinating the sort of the hurdles they had to jump over and and the, the steps they had to take in order to produce what what resulted um, in some really moving and powerful commercials that probably in the long term will stand as as archival sort of moments um, of our time in terms of footage and messaging and and just the general experience that the nation was going through. You, you couldn't do uh, a lot with a, a completely full crew, obviously, you know, um, to create a commercial or to put a commercial out there. And I was I was looking earlier on this evening at that King Price um, sort of roadblock commercial uh, that was out there. But you had to people in the industry had to become a little bit more creative, isn't it? Yeah, so um, they had to. Well, I spoke to a few agencies um, in the course of the story, and um, so I'm no advertising expert. But um, during the, the course of researching it, I, I spoke to a couple of ad agencies, and the, the stories they all sort of told me the common theme was that lockdown and the and the the restrictions uh, kind of uh, forced changes that were happening in many ways uh, elsewhere in the in the media industry, both internationally and that was starting to happen here. So a lot of that was in terms of the style and the technique, a lot of um, sort of social media style shots. Um, you'll see a lot of the commercials used almost selfie style shots. Um, that sort of social media trendy kind of upbeat atmosphere um, was, was on its way to South Africa. And, and a couple of, maybe six or 12 months ago, uh, you could see the, the early signs of that. So that side was was fairly predictable. What I didn't predict was the the tricks and techniques they used. So, I mean, they these guys basically had no uh, no ability to have a, a big crew on set. They were governed by very strict regulations, and most of the the ad agencies that I spoke to um, adhered 
even even more strictly to the conditions that said um, how many people you were allowed on set and how how you could operate while you while you're shooting a commercial. Um, and that said, they were still out there. They were still shooting commercials, but they were doing so incredibly responsibly and on basically on a on a minute fraction of the the normal man and woman power that they would usually uh, have uh, on the streets and, and on the shoots. And with with lockdown, for instance, I mean, they had to sort of just um, get creative and, and 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 work around things and and sort of find find different challenges and set up because working from home um, sort of brings along with its its own unique challenges and stuff like that. What are the telltale signs of a lockdown commercial? And uh, if if what would distinguish it from a normal commercial? Because I know you know normally you'd have a full crew out there and um, you'd also have a full catering crew, which is a lot of the time what the people go when they do commercials. Yeah. You know. That catering crew is, is is so a lot a lot of that has to, had to change and people had to sort of work remotely and then bring the whole thing together. So what are the telltale signs of of a lockdown commercial? So yeah, I think the, the early lockdown commercials would be easy to identify, and that's mainly because they were communicating that message of lockdown and of the coronavirus. Um, so. Those messages, um, as you alluded to in the, in the introduction, with the sort of the, the eerie, eerie tones and the, the, a lot of them have used voiceovers from Ramaphosa's early speeches. Um, those are the, the obvious telltale signs. But as as the messages moved on to a point where we all, we're all trying to acclimatize and, and become some, retain some sort of normal um, norm, normality in our lives. Um, it's become more difficult to spot, but the, the key ones are still the social distancing. So um, where previously they would have a, a set and a, and a cast of, of multiple multiple individuals, now you'll find that the, the costs are drastic, drastically shrunk. Um, in some cases, they only had one or two people in the entire commercial, whereas previously there may be dozens of people. Um, there's a lot of archival footage or found footage that was shot. Um, uh, one of the agencies I spoke to said that they used a lot of drone footage because it's, it was actually easier to have a drone pilot send up a drone and get these mm. really haunting, eerie shots of empty streets. So once you start looking, it's actually it's actually fascinating to play a little game and think, yeah, these are the tricks. Maybe uh, the actors were actually always at least a meter or a meter and a half apart as opposed to shooting an ad uh, in a closed sort of environment. So. There were, there were all these sort of little tricks that I suppose we are now living with uh, on a daily basis when we go to supermarkets or, or go to work. We experienced those, and they had to map those into the commercials as well in a way that was less obvious and, and slightly more um, natural um, as, yeah, as they went through the process of, of recreating those scenes. Mm. Chatting to Andrew Thompson this evening, business insider, freelance writer, and we're chatting about um, how ad agencies in South Africa continue to make TV ads while under COVID-19 lockdown. Give us an example of one of the ads we, we sort of might have seen um, flighted on television or might know about, um, yeah. but weren't fully aware of the fact that it was actually shut under lockdown. Yeah, so that that King Price one is, is quite a good one because it's quite a quite a light-hearted uh, sort of budget uh, commercial um, that that seems to have hit hit home in terms of its uh, in terms of its messaging. Um, a lot of the the early commercials um, were were understandably from uh, big clients like supermarkets. So the pick and pay um, they they did that um, 
uh, King James Cape Town did that sing-along commercial with uh, with all the celebrities singing into their phones um, as a as a really fascinating collaborative effort, um, drawing in influence from from really sort of influential people in South Africa. Um, Shoprite and Checkers have also done a range of really interesting commercials. Um, the initial ones were quite moving and and showed a lot of the, the staff and the and the, the shop floor employees on the front line um and told their stories, which I think a lot of us have actually ignored in our in our daily um sort of own paranoia. Um and then Checkers have also moved on to a, a slightly more comical range of um commercials with Suzelle DIY. Um that uh, it sort of shows the progression of the way that we're handling the, the virus and, and the way that we're trying to absorb it into our lives with a little bit more humor. Um, so those are the those are the ones in the agencies uh, that I that I spoke to most and, and interrogated. There was also a fascinating one um, by Sunlam, um, which you you would know that it's a lockdown commercial, but it it really stands as a um, as a sort of a test of the moment um, with. It's beautifully shot um, footage from some of the, city, the country's biggest cities um, that really, um, I spoke to the guys who made it from King James, and they just said they, they will see the footage that they've shot as, as historically significant, um, which mm. to me is, is sort of is a, it's quite a, a fascinating process to observe. Uh, you know, the thing is, Andrew, is that a, a number of companies have taken a very hard knock since um, March 26, 27, you know, when we went into into lockdown. And uh, companies will tell you that, you know, we have strict budgets, we have to pay uh, our workers first. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we, we're battling. But how important is it still for a company to to spend the ad, you know, to, to take that money and say, we are setting this aside? Because... Um, as lockdown sort of goes down to level three, from level four to level three, more and more people are opening up, more and more companies and more businesses are opening up, and, and it becomes essential for people to advertise in order to let people know, hey, you know what, the liquor stores are open, we're running a special, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I have uh, I have sympathy for businesses at, at a time like this, obviously, and I think it's uh, it's an incredibly difficult balance to to find um and so if I, if I had a an easy answer then i'd probably be in a in a <laughs> higher position at a, at a supermarket or something and making these decisions but my sense from speaking to the, the various role players is that it's uh, I, su- I suspect a lot of the early commercials came out of previous contracts and agreements and the the agencies had to run with them and, and figure out how to do it and, and my understanding now is that it's a balance between remaining relevant and, and remaining front of mind. And it, it fascinates me how how we are living in this world where we still are influenced by commercials. And perhaps the the most obvious answer to your to your question is that a lot of the, the agencies are now looking towards smaller, faster social media style commercials to to really drive home messages rather than these massive multi-million rand sort of cinematic 30-second commercials. They're going mm. for these quick-fire TikTok commercials or these these ads that you flip past on Instagram that a lot of the people I spoke to said are actually resonating far more, especially as we're spending more time on our phones, more time at home and looking to lose ourselves in social media. So those little commercials, which which are still complex to make, but they seem to be cheaper and, and they can produce in a greater quantity. So that's 
probably the way that a lot of the, the commercial seem to be going at, at a time like this until the, the business is back on their feet. Yeah, I think that ad agencies sort of hit the mark during the lockdown period because they've had this massively captive audience that was sitting in front of the TV mm-hmm. and sitting in front of the radio all the time. Will we see a new way of making ads going forward? Because I think the entire sort of lockdown period and levels five to four to three has sort of, t- you know, has, has taught us to cope differently with things. And uh, re- while, for instance, six months ago, remote working uh, was not was not one of the big things that, that people were advocating, but now remote working seems to be the thing that happens. So will we see a, a sort of a new way heading forward in terms of making ads? I, th- I think so. I, the, I, that was obviously obviously one of the first questions I asked all the, the people that I spoke to. And the, their question was, well, that the answer was that we'll probably go back to to how it was in in some ways, but I think the answer is probably the same for most industries that there have been moments of positivity and um, uh, and efficiency that have come out of this process from working from home. So, uh, the, my understanding is that a lot of the crews and the and the casts will probably end up working from home for a while still. They they can link up through live feeds directly to cameras on set. They can use uh, WhatsApp groups or, or or dial into a Zoom call and and not necessarily have to travel to to London to meet a voiceover artist. They can literally just direct a voiceover artist to a video call. So I think I think these small changes that have happened across other industries as well will be implemented into into the advertising world. But my sense is that these guys are are broadly just desperate to get back to the back to the times when they can uh, go and tap someone on the shoulder and say. They try this line instead of that line, or um, <laughs> quickly relight a shot, or, or do something physically which they haven't been able to do now. Yeah, in, so in ad- I think it's one that will that will probably bounce back quite soon. I think in advertising, that think tank is one of the big things that that people mm-hmm. need to tap into. Chatting to Andrew Thompson, thank you so much for your time. Uh, he's from yeah. Business Insider, it's a freelance writer. We were talking about how ad agencies in South Africa continue to make TV ads while under the COVID nineteen lockdown.